Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where it is a mite bit chilly today. Um, it's been overcast and cloudy, and it didn't rain, although we were thinking it was going to rain any minute, but it didn't. <laughs> and I have many flowers blooming in my garden, and, and if you are on Instagram and you're checking my Instagram, you'll see I've got all sorts of beautiful flowers coming in. So that's, that is a lovely thing for this time of year. And today is Sunday, the 26th of September in the year 2021. And this is our last Sunday in September because the next time we meet, it will be October 3rd because Friday is October 1st. Can you believe it? It's October. I cannot. Another year is coming and going very quickly. And I have said this before and I will say it again. This year was harder than last year. This year has been harder than last year. And I really do believe that it was, you know, obviously the world is in a complicated place last year, this year, and it doesn't look like it's shifting into a um, a, a less complicated place, shall we say. Um, but I do think that uh, one of the things that was simpler about last year is that we were just told to just go stay in, you know, just go home, stay in, and, and just go there. And as I said, and as you've heard me say, it was a time to go within. And, not, you know, for me, it's always a time to go within, you know, there's always a time, but that was particularly a time to go within. However, this year, you know, Again, squares are different than conjunctions, and the Saturn Uranus square that we have been enduring all year is really quite the challenge and the navigation in a way that we are not accustomed to from last year. Everything was conjunctions. And so here we are, and um, we are in a place of, you know, where we're going to have October be the turning point month. And so now we're poised, we're poised to go forward in a way that we, we have not so far this year. I mean, I think this is going to be the culmination of all the work that we have done this year is going to come in October. So this is, this is very important. So here it is, the night that Mercury retrogrades. And if you live in, you know, Costa Rica, like I do, Mercury will retrograde at 11, 10 p.m., and that will be 1.10 a.m. Monday morning. Um, and But Mercury's stationing. Mercury's stationing and about to retrograde. And it's a very powerful time. When Mercury stops in the sky, as it has, and it's at 25 degrees of Libra, it has stopped. It's stopping and it's not moving. So, you know, it's not like it's, it is retrograde. If you get things in under the wire and stuff, it can be very powerful. You know, I'm I made some announcements about my new Reiki today on Instagram and stuff. And interestingly enough, I was very busy on Instagram today, which Sunday's not a big day there. So, um, but there'll be more announcements about that to come. So it's, it's really, um, stopped in the sky. So now in the last few days, as you know, and as we have spoken of, Mercury was, making the square to Pluto on Wednesday, the 22nd. And that was the first square to Pluto. And as I told you, as you know, this is one big long square. This is Mercury's 
moment to talk to Pluto in very profound ways, in very intense ways, in very deep ways. And I also talked about this last week on the podcast and also on Instagram during the week. And it is um, a completely profound place for Mercury to be because Mercury is, is not moving very much at all. And it slowed down to a crawl. It squared Pluto. It's still crawling along. And then tonight it will stop and turn around. And then we can expect another square to Pluto very much on, you know, the 1st of October. And, and that's going to occur like, you know, sunrise time and, or, you know, breakfast time. And it's really something that's, um, profound because Mercury, now Mercury is going to go forward eventually on the 18th of October and square Pluto again in November, but not, not for a while. Right now we have to focus on the fact that it's squaring Pluto and what does it mean and what do we need to do and how do we work with this energy? Well, we work with this energy by, you know, connecting with the deepest part of ourselves that has a message for us. And did you receive a message this week? And are you getting messages? And, um, they may be messages of, look, you need to do this, or wow, I had an epiphany, or hey, I've got to shift something, I've got to change something. And Pluto is, of course, the planet of transformation. And when Mercury gets involved with Pluto, it allows us to change our thoughts and connect with thoughts that need to be changed and reach out to others that we need to talk to or we want to connect with. And if you have planets at the end of cardinal signs, then this is profound for you. Um, like I know people who have planets at, you know, around 24, 25 Cancer and Aries. And if you've got planets there, it's going to get affected. It's going to get wrapped up in a T-square with Mercury and Pluto. Now, the other day, the moon was in Aries at like 24 degrees, and that meant there was a T-square with Mercury and Pluto. And if you have a planet there, you're going to get involved with Mercury and Pluto. And it's there for all of us, but, you know, it affects us in unknown ways. Now, here's another little trick in astrology. There's um, an aspect called a semi-square, and it works, it's a 45 degree angle and it's like a half a square, you know. So if you've got something in around, oh, I don't know, 9, 10 degrees of mutable, then you are going to be affected by Mercury and Pluto in a very subtle, but, you know, it's like the velvet hammer. It's like, boom, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Huh, huh, what is that? Well, yeah. That's Mercury and Pluto working along with your planets that you have in mutable signs at 9 or 10 degrees. Now, I happen to have a T-square at those degrees, so I know exactly uh, what it feels like. And maybe you got some unexpected information this week, Maybe you and you got messages. We all got messages this week. I got a lot of messages this week, in this past week, and I have a feeling for all of us, the messages are going to continue to come of the same theme. So... Mutable, when I talk of mutable, I mean Sagittarius, Gemini, Pisces, and Virgo. So if you have something around 9 or 10 degrees of those signs, you are getting this Mercury-Pluto 
head on in some ways, okay? And if you have planets at like 25 Aries, 24 Aries, 24 Cancer, 25 Cancer, you're going to get Mercury and Pluto very directly. Um, it is complicated, you know, to have a, such a long, deep, intense conversation between these two planets and it is a conversation and it can be a very verbal conversation because mercury is in an air sign libra and it is discussing uh things with the lord of the underworld and of course i mean let's face it if you have planets in libra at those degrees and, and capricorn yes you're going to feel this too so this is this is a profound profound experience of mercury and pluto um, and what messages did you get this week? Did you get messages about, look, baby, you got to get your act together or you have to change something or you have to use your thoughts in a constructive and powerful way, a powerful way. Yeah. So use your thoughts to help yourself powerfully, not to, um, not to, be critical of yourself, not to chide yourself, not to, you know, say, oh, damn it, I did it again. You know, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not using that. We are taking this onward and upward. Even though Mercury is going backwards, it's giving us the opportunity to review and reveal and, and the truth comes out when Mercury's retrograde. So it's like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. A lot of truths, I think, started to come forward this week. And some of them were hard-hitting, I think. And if you had some energy that has been hard-hitting this week, well, then truths are that you, you are just right where you should be <laughs> and pay attention to the messages you received. I don't think we all got sunny messages this week. I think there were complicated information pieces flying around. And... Um, you know, complicated and then compounded by the Venus opposite Uranus on Thursday, which was still hanging in the air on Friday because of Mercury, I'm sorry, the moon going over Uranus. So just sort of emphatically making that point. And a lot of things came to light and a lot of things came out of nowhere because that's what Uranus does things come out of nowhere and we may feel like we're not in a place where we can um, acknowledge and process all the pieces of information we get but I guarantee you they're connected I guarantee you that whatever you learned under Venus Uranus is similar to the information or connected to the information that you learned under Mercury Pluto okay and you're going to learn more about this while Mercury turns retrograde. And it is certainly a time to get, you know, creative for sure, but also really get deep with what your understanding of things, okay? So if you got information that was revealing something to you, then you need to sit down with that information and come back over these next three weeks and review and revise it and do something about it. Take some action with it, okay? This isn't just flying in front, oh, well, look at that. Oh, how about that? No. Whatever you were learning this week, it's all a part of a big puzzle. 
Venus opposite Uranus, Mercury squaring Pluto. These are hard aspects to outer planets from inner planets. Um, Mars and Saturn had a nice chat yesterday, but it was a nice chat, you know, because they're in air signs. They're chatting nicely, thankfully. Um, but one of the most important things is that you recognize and connect to whatever you were being told. You might have been told something and you're like, well, I don't know what that's about. Well, you got to really kind of look at what was what was flying in the air in your life this week. So what what might have come out of nowhere? What did you get on, you know, Thursday and Friday and, you know, today that could have been um important you know that has to do with what happened earlier in the week so like when mercury and pluto were squaring something else happened when venus and uranus were opposing all of this is connected all of it it's all deeply profoundly wrapped up in each other and it's a big puzzle for each of us to figure it out i understand what i've got to deal with and what I haven't, you know, been willing to deal with <laughs> or thought was okay and is not as necessarily as okay. But I learned a whole lot of things on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday and Friday. And, you know, Monday to every day this week, there was something and there was something. And I had to acknowledge stuff that was all profoundly connected. It's deep. It's the thing you have been dealing with all year. Okay. So when you deal with the unconscious stuff that Uranus is bringing forth <laughs> and Pluto is bringing forth, <laughs> you start to piece together the puzzle. Now, Saturn and Uranus have been squaring all year, as I mentioned a minute ago when I've been talking about for months. They have presented a picture, and you are in the middle of this picture trying to navigate something, something old and something new. And something old needs to go, and something new needs to take its place, and something new really does reflect a newer you. Everybody's changed because of last year and this year. Everybody has had a major change. So we have to acknowledge the change and not stay stuck in the old paradigm. Because if you're staying stuck in the old paradigm, you're not listening to Uranus, you're listening to Saturn, and then you got whacked in the last week. Okay. Um, there's a part of you that is insecure because that's what Saturn does. It brings up our insecurities. And Uranus says, drop it, baby, and run. Just keep going. You've got to transcend this. So this has been an interesting dynamic this week. Now, as Mercury retrogrades, we're going to go into this coming week, and some of the aspects that are happening are going to uh, Re review and revise that Mercury with us. So on Friday, the 1st of October, Mercury will square Pluto again. Like I said, it's sunrise, breakfast time, wherever you are um, in this region of the world. And you are going to feel 
the experience of what it means to have the second layer of information come to you, okay? So um, some of us started to, to work with and study these things early in the year and realized that the Uranus Saturn was giving us a, the overall big message of the year. And these little guys that show up, Mercury, Pluto, you know, that are just like a brief period of time. They're not all year. They're for a few weeks or a week or whatever. Then they further, the, they carry the story along. So whatever's carrying the story along for you is, you know, the next layer has appeared. So now, if you're paying attention, and I can guarantee you this, we're all paying attention. We all know what it is. We all know we're done with something, but we are not, ready to completely release the Saturnian part of this because that won't come till the end of the year, December 24th. And so we're prepping ourselves to release that Saturnian part of this. Because, But what you might have realized and what, what I came to was the results of not listening enough to Uranus, the results of where you feel stuck. So this past week, I think you and I have all it's been revealed to us where we might be stuck, where the energies might be stuck. And it could very well be in your body. Your body might be talking to you in a certain way. And this is showing you where you need to move forward, grab the bull by the horns and go forward. And no, no pun intended with Uranus and Taurus, but go forward, you know? And <laughs> Uranus and Taurus is like bull riding. Do you ever watch bull riding like shows? I would pass them occasionally back in New York when I had cable. And, you know, it's a very foreign thing for a New Yorker to watch a bull riding show. But it's like, it's crazy. It's like somebody jumps on a bull and the bull does not want this. And it's like bucking and bucking and bucking. And it's behaving in a crazy manner. And it's like, what is this? Get off me. And like, how long can the guy stay on the bull before the bull throws him to the ground? That's Uranus and Taurus. <laughs> it's bull riding. <laughs> And if you live in certain areas of the country where bull riding is common or popular sport, you know, um, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So you're trying to, you know, Saturn is, Saturn is the one that's trying to tame the bull. The bull doesn't want to know. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? <laughs> bucking and bucking and bucking, right? I had a conversation many years ago with a couple of people um, about bull riding. And the one guy, this one older man said, oh, bull riding is one of my favorite sports. And the woman that was sitting there, not related to the man, she was like, I was really hoping my, one of my daughters does not marry a bull rider. <laughs> she was from Texas. She was like, I hope one of my daughters doesn't marry a bull rider because it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's probably exhilarating for the person who wants to do it. Yeah, I'm a bull rider. Well, we're all bull riders right now. <laughs> and, you know, the bull wants to, like, you know, go in the pasture and hang out with the, the girls, the cows, you know, and be happy and, like, and he doesn't, he doesn't want to be bothered. You know, Taurus is a slow, patient sign. It's methodical. But boy, if you're going to push it around, it's going to get angry. <laughs> it's going to get angry like anybody else. So um, 
you know, um, it's, it's really, <laughs> I have to laugh every time I have that, that image of like people like jumping on the, but they come out of the pen and the person is like trying to stay on this animal and the animal doesn't, it's like, it, I can imagine what iguana riding must be like. <laughs> that, that's what would happen here. <laughs> Um, it's like, remember Steve Irwin? Remember when he would like go after crocodiles and like pick them up and like move them and like get them, you know, it's like crocodiles don't want to know either. They're like, who is this guy? This is like, everybody else runs from a cro crocodile. He, he was one of those people that ran towards them and the crocodile was actually like, ah, who's this? You know, the crocodile's running away from a person instead of the opposite, you know? Um, so here we are trying to grab a hold of a wild animal. That would be the, the Uranian energy. And Saturn is trying to tame this. And, and Uranus says, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. So, so yeah. So here's, here's Saturn. And we're trying to cling to what's familiar and old and, and structured and has, has lived its life. You know, um, when Uranus comes along and, and squares, you know, gets a square from Saturn, they're, they're duking it out. And so this week we are absolutely feeling that because, you know, Venus made her square to Saturn and then she moved along and opposed Uranus, you know, so that the week before she squared Saturn. And then this past week, you know, a few days later, she, she opposed Uranus. So she got right in there. And it could very well be that they have, you know, they definitely have something to do with each other too. What happened the week before and then happened the week after? There's something connected there too. And so, you know, um, you know, this is something profound. I mean, you may have had to let go of something this week. You may have had to let go of someone this week. You may have had to like, resign yourself to understanding something that is going on that is um, complicated in your life because it's a big story. There's a big story of letting go. All of us are done with something. All of us have had it with something and or someone or someone. And, you know, you know, if you've had it with someone, you can bet that they've had it with somebody else and that person's had it with somebody else or something else. And to, so it's, it's not something that's been smooth riding, um, back to our bull riding analogy. And it's not something that is, you know, been, um, you know, comfortable. You know, it's been uncomfortable for, for months, but also like, I think that each week has its own challenges and, and there have been many and it's not been, it's not been an easy time. I mean, you know, last year we waited it out this year. It's, we were all, we've grown and we've changed and we've moved to a different consciousness. You know, this is, and we can't go back. Things aren't going back to the way they were. They're never going to go back to the way we were. And because of that, we have to let go of something and someone or someone. And because of that, we didn't, um, we, ha we didn't really 
maybe plan on that. You know, we were just thought we were going to, you know, last year were kind of a holding pattern. This is, this is the aftermath of that. And it's unfortunate that, you know, this, that we, we want to resist because sometimes in some ways our freedom is right here and extremely important to us. So our freedom is very much, is very, very palpable in all of this. And that's, that's Uranus. So what other juicy things we have to look forward to this week is that Mars, the planet of um, aggression, assertion, and pushiness, and, and confidence, and courage, is going to oppose Chiron on Friday. And so, you know, any sort of weakness mm, Chiron brings, any sort of maybe woundedness, my, my, Mars is going to Mars is going to oppose that. And Mars is going to say, come on, stand up. You're going to get real, um, real courage from facing your wound. And that's what we have to do is, is get some courage. Remember, Chiron is in Mars's sign. So Mars is not in its own sign. It's in Libra. And we're going to be like, oh, God, do I have to confront this? And it's like, yeah, well, we're going to, we're going to figure this out. That's, that's what this is about. We're going to, we're going to figure this out. So, um, that's one of the things we need to, to look at. That's one thing. The other thing is that Venus is going to square Jupiter on Thursday. And you're like, hey, Venus and Jupiter, yeah. And that's going to be like early evening in my region of the world. And, you know, that's like, that's the good stuff. I mean, yes, it's a square, but it's Venus and Jupiter. So, you know, that's when we get to dress a little tacky. <laughs> So bring out, bring out all your tacky clothes and, and like celebrate on Thursday, your brightly colored unmatched stuff, you know, be a little garish and gaudy on Thursday, be bold. And, and Venus square Jupiter is telling us to be bold, you know, that's good. Be bold. Venus is in Scorpio, Jupiter's in Aquarius. Um, I think this is a great time to like, you know, Mars is the planet of confidence and it's like staring at Chiron, right, this week. So that's like, it's not at its most, you know, it's at its boldest, right? It's a Libra, very polite. Venus, meantime, remember, they're, they're in mutual reception. Venus is in Mars's sign. Mars is in Venus's sign. Yes, Mars rules Aries, but it used to rule Scorpio. So there's, there's this dynamic going on. So it, where Mars might not feel the confidence and boldness, Venus can do that for us this week. So especially if you're a woman, you know, you can take out your wildest outfit on Thursday and put it on and get a little crazy with your clothes or your, your self-expression. Everyone and anyone, we all have self-expression. So one of the things we want to do is express ourselves in a way that is going to give us some sense of confidence and power and uniqueness and that helps us get through the mars opposite chiron so they're connected you know one day happens they're happening at the same time technically you know um they're only about gosh you know maybe 14 hours apart and and then mercury is going to square pluto on the same day as friday so you know what we need to deal with and what we need to do is get get our get our groove on you know, with the Venus Jupiter, yeah, it's not a trine because trines don't make you do anything. They provide you with opportunities. It's like, ooh, I'm, this is the opportunity to buy something pretty. And, 
you know, whether it's a, whether it's a Maserati or it's a new handbag, <laughs> no matter who you are, you know, it's an opportunity to spend some money, you know, Venus, Jupiter square is, it's going to make you do something. Okay. Squares cause action. Oppositions cause action. That's why Mercury and Pluto are so important because they are, we are going to take action with our thoughts and our minds. I'm not going to sit with this information and just roll over and go back to sleep. I'm going to take this information and change my thoughts around it. This reveals to me how I have been um, using my thoughts and maybe not to my best advantage, or maybe there's a healing crisis in all of this Mars opposite Chiron. And healing crisis does not have to happen on a physical level. It could happen on a very mental, emotional level. Like, wow, I wasn't really paying attention to this part of this conversation, this dialogue that I've been having with myself all year. So part of the dialogue that you've been having with yourself all year about staying behind or going forward, the place where you're done, I can guarantee you in the last week and in the coming week, you, you got some information and, you, and it's a manifestation of what you need to do to step forward into your power and leave the past behind and take a risk because otherwise you're not going to like what happens if you don't, okay? If you're bold and you're going to take that step forward and Venus Jupiter says, be bold, be daring, go do it, well then, yeah, Go ahead, be bold, be daring, go do it, because it's the only way you're going to get through this, okay? So you got to get on the bull and ride it until it throws you off and, and hang on for dear life and be bold and take that risk and dig your feet in and get, get juicy with it. You know, Venus Jupiter is a little juicy, you know, it, it can be sexy because it's in Scorpio. Um, but you might have to take a step. You may have to take an initiation. You may have to, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to go like go get rejected or something. You've, whatever you found out about last week that may have been, or you're discovering about yourself in the last week, you got to go, okay, you know what? It's time for me to, to like shed where I may have my insecurities, my anxieties, and my fears, Saturn, and take that Uranian step forward. Now, this is all this coming week, and I suggest you heed my advice, because then the sun is going to oppose Chiron the next time we meet, next Sunday, and Mercury is going to trine Jupiter next Sunday. And so when we meet again on the 3rd of October, we'll be talking about the sun opposing Chiron, and Mercury trining Jupiter, meaning that there's there's going to be some good that comes out of this, but you have to take the steps because when the sun opposes Chiron, it should shine a light on any wounds or healing crisis that you might be feeling in your life, okay? And I really highly, highly, highly recommend that you put yourself in a state of forward motion mentally, even though Mercury is going retrograde, <laughs> you know, and we're rethinking and we're reviewing. You got to say, when I say forward motion, I don't mean like, okay, we're going to go forward because Mercury's retrograde. Um, 
what I mean is you take the steps that are necessary during this Mercury retrograde to review things and where you can go forward and get your game on and get ready because we have four planets going direct in October within 10 days of each other and or 12 days of each other. And what's going to happen is that you are going to get, you know, we're getting a new moon the day that Pluto goes direct. And we're going to talk about that next week because it happens the following Wednesday, the 6th. Okay. And we're going to get, you know, Saturn going direct on the 10th. And then we're going to get Jupiter going direct on the 17th. And depending on where you live, Mercury will go direct on the 18th. Or if, you know, you live someplace else, Mercury and Jupiter are going to go direct the same day on the 18th. So, what I want you to focus on this week is how you can use this Mercury retrograde to prepare yourself, get your ducks in a row to take that risk forward. You will know what this risk is that you need to take based on the information that you got in the last week, based on where the universe said to you, you know what, you're falling behind on this risk and where you're scared and where you're insecure is producing these results. See these results? That's, that's from being scared. That's from being insecure. That's from not wanting to take the risk. Okay, so now you have that information. You got that in the past week. Now Mercury's going retrograde, and you're going to sit down with that information. You say, okay, where am I going to revise? Where am I going to review? Where can I prep myself with the information that I have received to go forward when Mercury goes direct on the 18th? Okay, am I making myself clear? If I'm not, write to me, info at thegoldenastrologer.com. Write to me. I'm on Instagram, thegoldenastrologer. Okay, I'm on Twitter at Dev Astrology. I'm not on there a whole lot. But, but what I want you to do is take this initiative, take this information that you have received and know that it is important to your journey that you are on this year. If you can't figure that out, then you need to sit down and journal about it. You need to figure out where you're frightened, where you're anxious, where you are holding back and where your body your physical body might be showing that to you, where your mental body might be showing that to you, where your emotional body might be showing that to you. What happened? What information did you get? What is not clear yet about the risk you need to take? It's scary. Yes, all of us, all of us know it, all of us. So maybe you have to take a step forward and call someone because, you know, you want to ask them out on a date or you know, take a risk and change jobs, even though things are spooky scary in the job world. Um, maybe you have to pick up your bags and move because you didn't um, move when you thought you were supposed to or you should move. You know, maybe you needed to move a few months ago and you haven't, you're just like putting it off. Oh, maybe it's not the right time to move. And okay, you know what? It's the time to move. Okay. So your task for the week, should you choose to accept it, is to sit down with all your thoughts and fears and anxieties and everything that has come forward in this last week, revealed by Mercury, Pluto, and Venus, Uranus, and take them, like, write them down and work with them during this Mercury retrograde to bring yourself to a place where you can take that step forward because these four planets are coming and they're rolling on forward and the universe is saying you've got to move forward and if you don't, you're going to get caught up in more of the same mishigas that you had last week in these last days, okay? And that's the story, okay? So 
Ride that bull, baby. Ride that bull. <laughs> Take the risk. Get thrown off. Get back on. Um, you know, and just don't get dragged around by the ankles. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. This is Deb McBride. This has been the Golden Astrologer Podcast. And I announced everywhere you can reach me, Instagram, The Golden Astrologer, my, my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. And if you'd like to have a session with me, it's book online. And have a look at my Instagram. I'm going to start talking about this Reiki. And I will prepare a um, lovely after Mercury retrograde um, webinar for us all to enjoy and talk about it. So um, talk about the Reiki. So gratitude and love to all of you. And have a beautiful, beautiful week. Thank you for listening.